What does people forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel good, give back, make you smile campaign that will have you saying, This is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It is a Wednesday, but it is a bye week Wednesday for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They had their final practice of the bye week today. They'll be off now until Monday. Um, Lots of guys heading off to uh, parts unknown. um, Yeah, good. Getting getting away. And L fans might look at that and go, how can they take off when they're, you know, know, they're two and six? You're only allowed to have so many practices. You can't be there. <laughs> yeah, they I mean, can't that's, that's bring a these league-wide guys in. rule. Yeah. I mean, it, every team every team on a bye has to go away for four days, right? Right. You, you got to give got to give the players four days off. That's just the way it is. Um, and, this, I, and folks, I know your their job isn't like yours or mine or anybody else's. But if your boss said, "Hey, you got a week off or four days off, and you decide to go somewhere for the weekend," is anyone going to fault you? Right. <laughs> you right. Know what I mean, yeah. it's a grind. I mean, they've been at it hard for months now. You know. Yeah, the results have not been there. Obviously, no, of course, I get that. Uh, you know, and it's a results-driven business. I, I, I still can't get past the the point. Like, if the Steelers were two and six right now, mm-hmm. but they are ha- two and six. Oh, if they were two and six right now, but hadn't played the Bills and the Eagles and lost the way that they lost those games, would people have a different feeling about the two and six? See, I think that too. I mean, again, this feels like you're making excuses for the, the results. We know the results aren't good. They're two and six. That's bad. We know that. But I, I do think the perception of the team, if they'd only played six games and, it, and they're on their bye, and the Bills and Eagles one never existed, it'd still be a hard schedule. Right. It'd still be a really hard schedule. And I actually just wrote an article about that in – this was the, the the craziest thing about the article is they've played eight games, and of the bottom fourteen teams in DVOA, they haven't got any of them. None of them. Not <laughs> you one. You know what I mean? Not, Not one. only have they had the stud teams and the really good teams, but they've had no one in the bottom half of the league. You know that they yeah. played against. So I do think, and it's a, if you didn't think about those two games, you would say this team's competitive. They're doing all right. Or if they would have got one more win. You know, right. sneak out the Jets game or the Patriots game or something like yeah. that. Well, three and five is come so much back and you know, I, I I still remember sitting in the press box in Miami. It's sixteen to ten. Mm-hmm. The Steelers are driving twice late in the game. They get the ball back with about seven and a half minutes left. Drive the length of the field. They get an interception. Yeah. On on after the, I mean, they had third and one. Yeah. They ran it. They had successfully run a sneak. 
to convert to third and one, mm-hmm. and they had the the uh, it was a legal formation. Yeah, I forget whatever. what the false were, start. But now I know it was a, it was right. a uh, motion penalty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for Chuk Sakor for rocking slightly, slightly backwards back. while the while right, the, right. the motion guy was there. That was a Kenny Pickett mistake. That's a Kenny. Yeah, exactly. He that, started the motion guy before his offensive lineman had gotten set. That was when he was the pusher, right? Yeah. I don't like the pusher rule. I think that's something people should, should – it's a totally different off-subject topic. But everybody's pushing now, by the way. Yeah. You know, but – so people gave Canada, of course, a hard time for, well, why would you have a pusher? Everyone in the league's having a pusher. Everybody has a pusher. And you're right. That was on picket just a fraction of yeah. a second. And he knows better than that. Right, right, right. You know, this is not his first rodeo in terms of starting a motion man. Right, right. That's not a pro thing. Versus, right. Yeah, you know, he knows what he's doing with that. Um. Right. So they had converted that. If they score a touchdown there, I think they win that game. I do too. I'm trying to think. I'm then they get the ball back. The details of the game, and right. the, and you had the the you know the That's drive turned into like third and twenty, right? Eventually, yeah, it eventually turned into the third and twenty, and and they threw he threw the interception. Mm-hmm. And, oh, can he pick it at three interceptions? Well, he's right, trying to make right. a play there. To make a play. And the same thing with with the final play. You're you know 15 seconds left, and he throws an interception in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Could it have been a touchdown? Yes. Is he trying to throw that ball away or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. The fact of the matter is they're throwing into the end zone down a touchdown mm-hmm. in the closing moments of the game. Win that one. Yeah, win that You know, one. And, and the entire time I'm sitting here, because I write the, the game story for Steelers.com for these right. things. Okay. And I'm writing, to pull the curtain back, I'm writing a running game story. And what that okay. means is I'm writing, as soon as the game is over... I put a story up that has no quotes in it. Here's what happened. Okay. Then I go down to the locker room. It's not a play-by-play, but it's kind of a, as the game's yeah, going on, you're, right. you're writing paragraphs. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I go down and I put some quotes in there that you know about okay. certain plays in the game or what have you or things that went wrong or right, okay. whatever it may be. So people can click on your story almost as soon as kickoff. As soon, as soon as basically, within, yeah. within five minutes of the game yeah, ending, yeah. there's a story up saying the Steelers won or lost. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting there because again, I got to file this thing immediately. Um, you know, I'm like, are oh, they going to win this game? Yeah, yeah, I can't put a, I can't put a lead on this thing yet because they may win. They're going to win this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And because they were moving the football pretty consistently against the Dolphins, they were, and they were playing good defense and yeah. a very winnable game. I thought New England. There've been was several winnable. like that, right, yeah, exactly. And one of them, I know it. It's not going to make that big a difference. People are like, well, now they're getting a better draft pick, or they weren't going to playoffs anyways, Williamson. I get that. I'm just when two of those, perception. you're four and four. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I'm just talking about and perception. Then, and of four the and team. four, you're right in it. In the, I don't care what happens, what else is happening, or how you got there. If you're four and four at this point, oh, well, then you'd be fine. You're in right. it. But even three and five, the season's not shot. Yeah. It's just a different feel than, than, than obviously two and six. And again, those two blowouts are. A slap in the face that boy, you're a long way from these teams. But as we laid out yesterday, so was everybody. So is everybody. So is everybody. It's the same right. thing with the with the you know the two losses late last year to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They're almost identical. No, almost identical. You know, They're you're not great at that, teams. Uh, unfortunately, you're not at the level of those three teams. You're not. Who right. just happen to be the three best teams in the league? And fortunately, <laughs> for most of our listeners. You remember many times when the Steelers were one of those. Right. <laughs> you know, but I also have been around long enough to remember, you know, the in the nineties when the NFC was considered the dominant mm. the you know, the dominant Washington conference. Niners, you, know, you know, and the Steelers opening the season with Dallas, opening the season with uh San Francisco. Okay. And essentially getting beaten pretty handily in both of those games. People, well, they're still the best team in the AFC. But they lost to those, you know, yeah, those two, those right, two right. teams that were the class of the, of, of the of the the league. Yeah, I remember, you know, when, when the Steelers were upset mightily by the Chargers in the AFC yeah. Championship game. 
like I was a fan back then. I was, you know, I forget how old I was, a teenager or 20 or whatever. Yeah, I covered it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was, you know, upset about it. But deep down, I remember thinking, this is just slaughter to the lambs, whoever's going to play Steve, Steve Young next week. You know, I mean, like yeah. it, it was. And see, I thought that that team um, could have competed. Because of defense. Because of the defense. Mm-hmm. And the offense was, you know, it was okay that year. Then mm-hmm. the next year. You know, they played the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Right, right, right. They lost by 10 points, but that game, I thought that they were the better team for the final three quarters of that game. I think it's funny you said that because I remember, I've said this many times, and now that you and I have had this conversation, that the game was 10 nothing after the first quarter. Right. They lost by 10, and I thought after the first quarter, without the jitters and all that, you yeah. know, Dallas had just been Dallas had been Super there. They, yeah. Yeah, they had all those guys that were yeah. battle-tested. blame Neil, but... Teams start playing really well for most of that game. You yeah. Know? But uh, the Chargers scenario to me, I never had Super Bowl aspirations. You know, like the, the the Eagles, the Bills, the Chiefs right now to me are really the only teams that should be like, we got a real shot at this thing. Well, and you saw that at the at the trade deadline a little bit of it, mm-hmm. um, you know, with some of the tweaks that they made. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, know, not, you know, not like Miami. Miami's. I almost mentioned Miami just now because I think Miami might think they're better than they, they think, are. Yeah, they think they're in that class because they beat the Bills in that mm-hmm. fluky game in Miami. Right. I, I'll tell you right now. Now they're not first-round picks. When and, Miami plays Buffalo, I don't even know what it is, when Miami plays Buffalo in Buffalo. In the regular season, yeah. I don't know what the what the line will be in that game. I'm taking Buffalo. If it was this week, it's at least seven, right? Yeah. I mean, it's. I, I mean, I told you those those stats from yesterday. I think Buffalo is winning its home games by an average score of thirty-four to nine. Yeah, thirty-four I, to nine. That's what I was about to say too. Is like, so what teams besides the Chiefs and Eagles go to Buffalo? And I said you can have the away team plus ten, or the Bills plus ten. Plus ten. I think I'll take the Bills every time. Yeah. I mean, even Dallas, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Miami, San Francisco, San Fran, yeah. all those teams that I listed, I think, are fighting for number four right now. You yeah. Know? And I mean, Buffalo had a, a quote-unquote disappointing game on Sunday against the, against Green Bay and won by 10. And then won by 10. You yeah. Know, Allen threw some picks. They weren't dominant. They ran the ball a little more. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think it was you that said, or somebody said, it felt like Green Bay had the Packers plus the points. Like they were just happy running yeah. the ball, staying yeah. close. Like they didn't have a whole lot of hopes of you know yeah. storming they're Castle. D- either. They're down three scores in the fourth quarter, and they're still running the football. Mm-hmm. They got Aaron Rodgers close. Yeah, they don't want to get Aaron Rodgers killed. They didn't want to get killed. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, they they knew it was a heartless or a hopeless situation too. So again, we're not excusing bad losses, but those three teams are great. I'm not yeah. sure the Chiefs are at the same level as those other. I, I don't know if they. Yeah. Mike Pursuit and I were talking at practice today, and we were having a similar discussion to this. Mm-hmm. And you know, he asked me, well, "Who you know who do you think's better right now, the the Chiefs or the the Bills?" I said, "Well, the Bills just played in Kansas City yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and they beat the beat the Chiefs reasonably handy." Mm-hmm. You know, and he said, "Well, you know, I think because uh, the odds on." Winning the Super Bowl right now, or like Buffalo's like two to one, okay. and Kansas City's like six to one. Yeah, I mean, he said, "Well, the odds, the odds say that you should bet on Kansas City to win." I said, "Yeah, but they're going to have to go to Buffalo to do it." Very strong. The odds only matter right. if you think they could, that they can do that, and I don't think that they can do it. I mean, I think they they're the only team that could go in there in the AFC and win in the playoffs. But it, it's I wouldn't still bet on be it. A, I mean, if that I mean, game what is are today, they? In, uh, there's seven t- they're, point favorite. Yeah, I was going to say a touchdown do- yeah. underdog, six and a half, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be a one point game. No, I mean, the 
Bills were favored in KC. Right. <laughs> that doesn't happen. I mean, so if you're going to look at Vegas odds and things, you know, to pursue this point, well, they they think the Bills are clearly. Better. I said, and the other team that I would bet on, you know, I, and I don't even know what the odds are, would be the Eagles because I think the Eagles are going to be there. Oh yeah. In, yeah. in the yeah, you know, yeah. so getting to the Super Bowl first is the key. So who right. do you think is going to get there? Well, I think it's going to be Buffalo and Philadelphia unless something drastically changes. Yeah, and, of and of the Steelers have played could. both of those teams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and I, I urge people to check out that article I wrote, and I stole the idea from you. It's just when you're, it's very numbers driven. Brutal stretch. I mean, just such. There's no nothing easy about any game they had. I mean, little things like of the top ten receiving receivers out there in yards per game. Steelers faced like eight of them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like Mike Evans was one of the easier receivers they they battled. I mean, it's brutal and they stuff. did a nice job on him, right? Like, you know, Tyreek they, they, and Waddle. Yeah. They you know, bottled those guys up and Godwin, and you know, right? I mean, it, it's it's really they've been the in the, in the last three weeks. Or last four weeks, the Kenny Pickett starts. Yeah. If you look at the games that he's, it's three games on the road. Mm-hmm. Brutal environments. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about playing um, Buffalo in your first career start. Right. The, the in best Buffalo. Team in the league, yeah, sure. in Buffalo. Then you get Tampa Bay at home. Mm-hmm. Brady. I mean, there's yeah. a Brady factor. You're facing there, Brady. Right, you right. won that game. Mm-hmm. Then you go to Miami. As they're celebrating the 50th year of <laughs> yeah. undefeated season on Sunday Night Football, and they're, a, I mean, uh, they're in they're in the conversation to be that number four team. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, I, I do. I, I think they think they're better than they are, but they they might be. They're in that conversation. They're certainly they in the top eight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then you play Philadelphia in their place. Right. Three road games that your team hasn't won since the dawn of time. Right. Anyways, that no quarterback. Terry right, Bradshaw right, right. hasn't won there. Ben Roethlisberger hasn't won right, there. Right. It doesn't like, matter. Right. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. And they're a wide variety of defenses. You know. Yeah. They, they do a lot. They're sort you know just schematically they're four of the more difficult ones to play against. You know, Tampa and uh, Miami are heavy, heavy blitz. Buffalo never blitzes. <laughs> you right. Know, they they don't have to. Zone, yeah. And you know, they still get after you. And, you know, the Eagles front is unbelievably physical, you know, so brutal groups. Um, the defenses that the Steelers have faced are oh, actually harder than the offense. Without a doubt. And they're both at the top of the league. Yeah, without a doubt. And I and I bring this up. Okay, so they've they've lost they lost the three they won the the one home game against Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. They lost the three road games. They had an opportunity to beat Miami. Mm-hmm. Well now in the final nine games, five of those are at home. I know. And so Kenny Pickett might have had, uh, you know, I, there's no way to look back at this or anything like that, but I can't think of four tougher games for a rookie quarterback to make his his first four starts against right. than what they just did. The, the, the easiest game. Good now the easiest game. Again. But they have the they have Tom Brady. They have the GOAT, and they <laughs> come know? after you like crazy. Yeah. And, right. And that was, I mean, they were big dogs in that game, so Vegas thought it was a major accomplishment, right. you know. So, no, again, those four – is about as tough as you can get, and there are a wide variety of different challenges too. And I, I, I think Pickett's mentally strong enough to really learn from this. Well, know? that, that was going to yeah. It. I mean, like the reflection time now, and boy, I was a little slow on my read there. I'm gonna have to be quicker on that stuff. Or I hadn't seen that blitz before. Now I know what to do with it. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, you know, that's that's kind of the juxta of the story that I wrote on, on Steelers.com today, like talking to Mike Sullivan, talking to to Matt Canada about Pickett, and they're like, hey. We feel pretty good about this whole thing. He made it through that stretch. They understand what a difficult yeah. challenge oh. that was, right? Yeah, he made it through that stretch, and he's not questioning himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not he's not you know seeing ghosts. Yeah, We've heard yeah, that yeah, from yeah, you know yeah. 
I mean, if you're going to see ghosts playing Buffalo and Philadelphia in their buildings, yeah, yeah, uh, will make you see ghosts. I mean, even little things. He's not dropping his eyes. He's yeah. not, you know, jittery in the pocket. Those type of things, you know. Or I mean, we've seen so many young first round quarterbacks that are on less than ideal situations yeah. get ruined. And, and I and I get that people look at well, he has two touchdowns and eight interceptions. I understand that. I understand yeah. that. I understand that completely. But watching the games, mm-hmm. he looks like an NFL quarterback. You man. don't get the idea that, well, this is a quarterback with two touchdowns and eight interceptions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he'll be the first to tell you, I need to get better in the red zone. I've made a few, not everyone, bad decisions where I tried to force football. And some of them were in, well, we got to have it now or yeah. not. You know, I mean, some of them are situational. Right. Not all interceptions are created equal, folks. You know, yeah. And some of his are. More acceptable than others. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at that one last week against against Philadelphia, and I'm like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. threw an interception late in that game trying to make a play. Trying to make a play. You know, you you're know. getting blown out. You could have just ran it out and walked out of there, but yeah. you might as well go And we've seen teams do that. Oh, sure. sure. You know, oh, we just don't want to get our young quarterback killed. No, they're, I, I thought what Sullivan said about it was, was, was very interesting. He said, this has been a trial by fire. Yeah, it's that. been a trial by fire, but we're looking at this as as it's kind of what we talked about earlier in the week. Um, you know, every rep that he gets is an important one. It's an important one, Absolutely. and you know, the more that he the gets, game. the more he gets through this stuff now, mm-hmm. the better off he'll be in the long term. It's like boot camp. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, put it this be, way: yeah. so he and Mitch Trubisky have essentially played the same number of quarters this far about the same snaps give or take yeah because yeah. Trub- remember Trubisky replaced him in the second half mm-hmm. against yeah, yeah, Tampa yeah. so, it's about, so same, right? it's about the same he's Pickett has thrown 40 more passes than Trubisky it's fine <laughs> we think a lot alike because I was thinking about that on the way here I'm like it's sure thing I, I wonder what their run pass percentage is for each quarterback yeah I promise it's higher for Pickett but I don't know by how much I'm yeah thinking. it's it's 40 passes okay you know, so they're not about the same number of snaps. They're not using, they're not handling him with kid gloves. No, no, he's throwing it a lot, maybe too much, if anything. Yeah, but but I, th- I, I think there's something to the fact that they want him to throw and and see as much as he can mm-hmm. um, early. I mean, they threw him in the deep end. Yeah, and he's swimming because they feel like a he can handle it, mm-hmm. and b that he'll be better off in the long run for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not making fun of Trey Lance or whoever, but maybe some of those guys couldn't handle it, and you have to bring them along differently. Malik or, Willis, you know, Malik Willis threw 11 passes on Sunday. Right, right, right. You know, yeah, I was trying to think of other. Marcus Mariota has thrown, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I'll bet he's not. I'll bet he. I bet Marcus Mariota, who started every game for Atlanta this year, is probably right around the same number of passes as Pickett. Probably true. Probably true. And even like Fields is a good example. You know, yeah. like. He was really struggling early in the year, and they didn't have him do anything. You know, I mean, just run and you know, don't put him in harm's way. And now they're putting more and more on his plate. Where? They- what does people forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel-good, give-back, make-you-smile campaign that will have you saying, "This is why ST Bank is my bank." We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. Put a lot on Pickett's plate right from the start. In fact, I can, I can, I, I've got those stats right here in I front of me. A, there we go. That's a, yeah. Time. So uh, <laughs> yeah. we don't have to guess. Mariota has thrown 178 passes. Pickett has thrown 165. Wow. I mean, and they both played eight games. Yeah. 
or, or Mariota's played all eight games. Mariota's played all eight. Yeah, um, they didn't buy or anything like that. But he's got about Fields has thrown 159 passes. Have they been off? No, he's played every game. He's played every game. You know? too. Um, how many does does Kenny have? 168. Wow. Brian Tannehill has missed one game. He's thrown 146. Wow, that guy's been around for. 12 years. Yeah. Like they're <laughs> wow. not they're not holding them back at all. Mm-mm. Uh, you know. So I think it's with a plan to to I mean, if they were running the ball more successfully, those numbers would That would that, that would help as well. help everybody involved including the defense yeah. and all the above. I mean, to me the running game's unacceptable right now. And I think fixing that should be, you know, job 1. I agree. But I think part of that is also to go back to our original conversation here, who you've played. Who you played. You know, no, I mean, no. you go into a game against Buffalo knowing that hey, we're gonna have a heck of a time shutting these guys mm-hmm. down. Yeah, we can't just go out there and try to run the football forty times in this game. Agreed, agreed. And some of those games, of course, you're playing from behind, or you know, last couple drives are all throws. You know, yeah. But still, I, I they have not shied away. Unlike a lot of teams with young, young first round type quarterbacks, they have not shied away from. You're gonna throw it. Yeah. You're, gonna, you're gonna learn on the run, and you're, you're gonna make mistakes. You know that that's part of it. But um, I think I'm not worried about Pickett. I mean, there's things he needs to improve on. He's there's some open receivers. He hasn't let the ball fly. His red zone stuff is a little worrisome, but I think he's a starting quarterback. Yeah, I, there's a lot of them out there that have been drafted last couple of years. I don't know that about yet. Yeah, I was asked uh, about that uh, earlier this week. I did a a radio hit, and somebody, well, you know, Pickett's he's struggling. This blah 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 that. And I'm like, look. And they brought up, well, he was the only quarterback taken in the first round this year. He he wouldn't have been a first-round quarterback last year. I'm like, yes, he would have. Oh, yeah, he would have. He'd have been a first. He'd, he'd be fighting Mac Jones for that spot. And that's, and that's I mean, exactly who I brought up. Okay. I was, you know, Mac Jones. He's like, well, do you just want Mac Jones? I'm like. I'm just talking about what they were as yeah. prospects. Like, I'm not right. talking about I'd trade Pickett for Jones. I wouldn't, to be honest with you. Jones has regressed this year. But I think they were similar Graded prospects yeah. coming out of school. And Jones I mean, went 15 obviously, you know, Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, you but know, he's not living up the. I like Fields. I like Fields almost as much as Lawrence, mm-hmm. and he's starting to turn a corner. I wasn't a huge Lance guy, right? But you see the appeal, though. Yeah, you I see, see the, the appeal. Trades. Yeah. Um, would Pickett have gone ahead of Lance? Pro- I mean, I beauty would be in the eye of the beholder in that. I don't know that Lance would have been for everybody. I've also been told that the Mac Jones, the Niners stuff, was very real. Yeah. And they had to convince Shanahan to go Lance instead of Jones. So how far would have Lance fallen? I mean, if, if we're knows? sitting here next year at this time, um, Kenny Pickett next year at this time will be a better quarterback than Trey Lance. I would imagine. He already is better than Zach Wilson. He's, he's, he's already put more on, on tape than Trey Lance has, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, the Niners still don't know what Trey Lance is. No, they don't. You know? I, and then and, and Zach Wilson. You know, they, these teams are still trying to figure out Wilson if Wilson is not going to be not going to make it, I don't think. Yeah. The other guys might. But uh, uh, Lance is a tough conversation because maybe his first eight games are, wow, he's really good. But you have no clue. I mean— I don't know that they thought that, though, after watching him in the preseason because they didn't trade Jimmy G. He has not looked good as a player. Yeah. I mean, it's a limited sample sign, but he has not looked good as a player. The 168 passes that Kenny Pickett has thrown this season in four games mm-hmm. are as many as he threw in, a, in the last five years. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a toughie about He's a very toughie <laughs> Yeah. And they're married to him. And they are married to him, but yeah. I think the Steelers are pretty happy about being – even at this point, at two and six, married to Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I mean, especially too. I mean, I know we have so much time for what they're going to do in the off season and future, but they're going to put a lot around him. 
Yeah. Know, both sides of the ball. Oh, yeah. The team's going to look better next year. Well, let's talk about some of that okay. here when we come back. You can subscribe to SNR's newest podcast, The Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports, is talking nothing but Steelers. It's Saverin on Steelers. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday. You can subscribe today. They're available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more after this. What does people-forward banking mean? At ST, it's more than just serving as your trusted financial partner. It's making people our purpose and wanting to see everyone succeed. Join us for Days of Delight, our feel-good, give-back, make-you-smile campaign that will have you saying, this is why ST Bank is my bank. We're even offering you a free financial literacy guide to start your journey to a brighter financial future. So let's celebrate kindness and create some joy. Stop by a local branch or visit stbank.com to see what the excitement is all about. Member FDIC. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.